I'm not totally familiar with how AMAs work or ask me anything type of things. Are you? When when you say AMA, I immediately think of the American Music Awards. Um, okay. So, so that shows my familiarity with this. I I am I am familiar with the concept of answering questions. I've done a few interviews because of Margot. They aren't this personal. No. They're usually about Margot. Okay. Yeah. So just to kind of set the stage, uh, we definitely got people that asked us to do this. This was not our idea. I want to just put that out into the world that we didn't just make up questions to ask each other. I actually haven't even read through all of the questions prior to us starting this recording. So I'm a little bit like nervous about that. And I will say for a hot second, we put the ask out. I was like, not a lot of people are responding. We're going to be those people that are writing questions for (laughs) each other. And we aren't. We aren't. So I'm really, really proud of that. (laughs) Yeah. And also, Joss, we haven't recorded in a couple weeks. Like no one knows this from our schedule, but like we haven't recorded in a couple weeks. Like it's almost like we took a quick like hiatus because I was away. Like, and now we're back to record. Like I feel this kind of energy for these questions. So let's, um, you too. Let's get started. Also, my, uh, my dad told us that we have a too much of a preamble. So we should oh, probably okay. get to things sooner. But I mean, great, great. Dad, your, your feedback has been acknowledged and we're, we'll see what we can do about that. Um, we'll try our hardest, but got it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Cut cut the the small talk. All cut right. The small talk is what Ken wanted to say. Yeah. Okay. All right. The okay. first question that we have is how did the two of us meet? I did read this question. This is because this is the first question on the list. I did read this question prior to. I think I I think I know, but like let's compare stories. Okay. So let's go back to grade okay. six. I think it was grade six, but I'm not sure. Yeah. But let's say it's grade six. Yes. Um, which when we were like what 11 it, and confirming it was it was grade six okay yeah. I had just been I went to a different yeah. school for like a year and a half I went to a French school didn't do well at it not my jam and was transferred back to the same school I did all of my other grades in for and I was transferred to our grade six class with Miss McCallion McCallion right yeah Miss McCallion and I was I was given mm-hmm. an assigned seat next to you and in my head, I was like, why didn't Joss have someone assigned to, to seat next to her? Like, had you, like, been in trouble or something? But, yeah, I was assigned to sit next to you. And then you, we all we had the same friends, but we didn't. But we weren't friends ourselves because we, I guess, you maybe came the year that I was away or something. Or we just, like, didn't become friends right away. But that's what I think happened. What do you think happened? So, from my recollection, okay, I did think we met in... I think I thought we met in grade six, but that doesn't make sense because grade six, I was in Miss Santangelo's class. Oh, no, no, no. I was in Miss Santangelo's five, six split and I was in grade five. Okay. Yes. Grade six, Miss McCallion. I remember. So I joined our school at grade two. So were you at the school at that point? Yeah, I know I was. I think we just like, we just weren't friends right away or we just, just, we were in different circles for a bit. Okay. And I left in grade five. For like a year and a half. Okay. 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 So Jen and I were in the same elementary school, didn't meet, I guess, because we weren't in the same class. And in grade six, I had all of my friends who were Jen's friends say, Jen Nugent is coming back. Oh my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) And I think that I 
the person I was then is the same person I am now. I had anxiety with meeting another person, having to make a new friend, have a new friend enter the friend group. I don't know why I had these problems at 11 years old, but I was like, I don't want anything to do with it because like I have my friends. We're good. I don't want to add someone new because what if I hate her? And I t- like, I'm telling you guys, everyone was talking about Jen. Like they were so excited. The entire school was so excited for Jen to come back. And Jen came back. I don't remember this whole, you were assigned to sit next to me. I think that must've been it. We must've sat next to each other. Or like really I close to each other. We became so close. Yeah. And I remember we, we were just in the same friend group. And I think that first year you were back, we became like super, super close, like mm-hmm. within that friend group. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. And then the rest, the rest is history. Yeah. And we've been friends ever since. Yeah. Uh, I, so that's how we met. Also, it's incredibly flattering to know everyone was like, Jen's coming back. Oh my God. Like, that's cool. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, I'm flattered that I was the grade six talk for a hot second. <laughs> oh, thing, you were. But the thing is, because <laughs> a lot of those friends were the friends I've had since like, I had them since like JK, like since like the first year of school. So all of those friends, they'd known me for a little bit longer than they'd known you. And like, First of all, a bunch of them are still our friends today, but also it's just kind of cool that like, cause I'd known them for so long that, that like, and I left and then I came back and I was like, I'm coming back to my friends. Cause I didn't make a lot of friends at the other school because I wasn't doing very well. <laughs> Oops. Right. Isn't that crazy? That was like 20 years ago. Ew. We're not that old. Or almost 20 years ago. I don't know. It makes me feel so old. Yep. Okay. Yep. Next, Next question. question. <laughs> what advice do you have for... <laughs> What advice do you have for starting a podcast? Um, I'll let Jen take this because Jen, for those of you who don't know, was the one who, you know, brought up the idea of starting this podcast. So Jen, I'll let you answer that. Um, okay. So I guess I've, I've, I've a few different tiers of maybe que- answers to this question, but I, I'll try and keep it as short as possible. I think my advice for starting a podcast is just know, first of all, that it's a lot of work, that you have to keep up your consistency. You have to make sure that what you're putting out there is, you know, on a schedule. And that's just because people will gravitate to, you know, just that kind of consistency, knowing that you have episodes coming out every week and that you're committed to putting them out. Like I've had, I've worked on other podcasts where they only put out podcast episodes like once a month. And frankly, I don't think that's good enough. So my first tip would be, Definitely make sure you know it's a lot of work and commit to the schedule that you're going to do. Like when Joss and I started thinking about this, we didn't know we were going to release two episodes a week, but then we found it was actually worthwhile and it is worthwhile for us to do that. So, and we're having a lot of fun with it. I think the other advice I would give is to just think about what you're actually going to be talking about. Um, I think a lot of people create podcasts that are far too general or don't have at least some kind of focus of what they're going to be talking about. Therefore, their podcast isn't really, it's not defined enough for it to go anywhere, I think. Like our podcast influence is defined to as much as it needs to be for us to still have fun with it, but also have a theme in mind. So we know that when we, we created it, it was going to be conversations about careers, you know, things that influence you, things that, that they're helping you you know, achieve in your life, but like keeping it as general as it was now helps us kind of, as we navigate this first season, figure out what we want to do differently, like what we actually enjoy doing. Like, um, I think because we've made it so general, we are able to talk about things like dating and other things like that, because it's all about things that influence you. And it's so simple of a concept, but it's enough that there's a lot of content that, that will go with it. So I think those are my two pieces of, of advice. 
Joss, what are yours? I think that's a great idea. I think that knowing, um, especially knowing how much work goes into it. So for those who don't know, there it's not just Jen and I that are behind the podcast. We have an incredible associate producer, Yolanda, who definitely helps. And, you know, Jen and I both have full-time jobs. So yes, could we do the podcast on our own? A hundred percent. And I think that a lot of people are able to do that. But, you know, to make it the best that we can, we we need help. And I think that that says a lot about how much work it is. And yeah, I just want to give a shout out to her and the hard work that she does as well. And to Keisha. Um, and yeah, to Keisha. I mean, everything, everything Jen said. Yes, yes. And to Keisha, who creates all the artwork, which is a whole other thing because not something you think of, but she has to create new animation for every single guest, um, which isn't easy. So yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a team. Um okay, cool. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the next question. Have you both ever been in a fight with each other and how did you overcome it? I don't think I don't think I have an answer to this. Um, I don't think we have been in a fight. I'm sure that we've had probably like silly fights when we were kids where we're like mad for the day. Yeah. But <laughs> no, I don't I don't think I think we're I think we're fortunate that we've never been in a fight. I think we're also we're both like like especially like now we're both very agreeable people and very like open-minded, very like you know, we trust each other to do to do the kind of work that we do. Um yeah, that there there isn't really enough room for that. I'm also not a conflict person. I don't think you are either. Like I don't fight with people. I'm like that's annoying, but I'll get over it. Like you know, it's it's not – I don't have the time for it. I don't think you do either. Yeah, I agree. And I think that um, even growing up, which I'm assuming, like, most fights between friends happen, like, in high school and, like, over boys probably. And, like, we were just never those people that would fight about those things. You know? So, yes, that's that was an easy answer. Okay. No. <laughs> I, 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 this is fun. So the next question is, since you go – since you two go way back, what's your favorite memory of each other? Go ahead go first man oh my god i okay i don't have one single memory jen you may okay actually i have i have two and jen yours may be the same as mine who knows okay i think in general jen and i people don't know this but we used to perform a lot and we would make people like our friends sit at recess like sit on the grass and watch us act out movies or like perform things like no one was asking for this but we would do it and jen and i had so much fun um and i would say that's probably like my favorite childhood memory and then my most recent like favorite adult memory is that jen is one of the only friends actually that's not true was one of one of the few only friends um, from Toronto that came to visit me when I moved to LA and we did this like girls trip to San Francisco and it, that was so much fun. Jen made me ride a fucking bike across the Golden Gate Bridge, which is not anything that I wanted to do, but um, it, was, it was, it was like a bad, like I have like PTSD, she hated but it. like she also it was so much fun. It. So I would say those <laughs> Um, it took me so long. Like poor Jenny yeah. had to keep, had to stop and wait for me every 15 minutes. 
I think it was because like I was I, I think I'd be go- been going goning well been going to a lot of spin classes right before I came on that trip so I was like so ready I was like this is my life this is my jam I can totally do this and <laughs> I just like really wanted to do it and like literally didn't even think about the fact that you would not want to do it because I thought it was so cool so I'm so sorry for making you do that and I know never to do it again um <laughs> yeah I think it was it was fun. It was a fun experience. I just didn't know how strenuous it would be. I think. Yeah, that's accurate. That's accurate. Okay. I think um, my favorite childhood memory. Yeah, that I think about that. And that's crazy funny. And it will never not be funny to me that we would do we we would perform at people's at at people's birthday parties. That was that's when you when I think of that, I think of people's birthday parties, because like, (laughs) that was even worse that we would like show up like you didn't like we didn't have a plan for anyone's birthday party because we knew we were going to perform. And especially when we were in high school, uh, we would, we were both, we both would do improv um, in drama class and we took drama all through high school together. Um, But we would do improv. And I remember like just the shit we would do is so terrible. Like not in a bad way, but like we would just have so much fun with it, but like literally no one asked for it. So that to me is crazy funny. I will say another another thing though that we did that I think is like it's it's bad, but it's funny now. Um, is that like it like anytime- I think I'm thinking of the same thing you are. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> if not, there's another bad thing. I don't know. So I feel like anytime I had or either of us had like an idea that was like kind of menacing. We would just kind of loop in each other, being like, I want to do this thing. What do you think about that? And it, and we'd be like, yes. So we unfortunately played years of April Fool's jokes on our friend, which is still our friend today. But we 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 played horrible April Fool's jokes on her for like years. And it was like, it's genius what we thought of i want to say like like i'm not gonna go through it because like there's a lot of things but like every single april fools we would target one of our friends and just play the meanest jokes on her every year and it was like i remember thinking it was so funny we think i think she cried every year oh my god okay I will say that's exactly what I was thinking of first. Before I forget, when you were mentioning the birthday parties, I would like to be reciprocated through a check of some sort for all of the entertainment that we provided for all those birthday parties. Thank right? you. Um, you know that, who you know who you, you are. Know who you are. Yeah. Because that's that's something that people pay for to have a live performance, a live musical performance at your birthday party. I mean, I mean, but yeah. also. Yes, the April Fool's joke is what I was thinking of. And so funny, like so, so funny, but so bad. So and bad. I, I feel so bad. Luckily, our friend, um, and the thing is like, she was our best friend. It wasn't like this was someone we didn't like. We, Jen and I just like had a very sick sen- sense of humor. Yeah. And we thought things that were like actually quite mean were very funny and we didn't mean it in a bad way we didn't mean to make anyone cry we didn't mean to make anyone sad we just like thought this would be funny and thank god that she is forgiven us i hope she's forgiven us i mean like i think, I think so because like years have passed us. and i talked to her like yesterday so I hope don't she's worry. remember <laughs> now okay she doesn't there were there was definitely a bit of like ptsd oh, yeah. after that though where she was like guys please don't 
please don't. And we were like, oh, we don't have energy this year. And we stopped I, doing it. W- without going without going into detail, I just want to share one prank that we did. We essentially made our friend think that she had a job <laughs> interview at a place that she applied for, set up, like called her, had Jen's sister call her and say, you have an interview, come at like four o'clock tomorrow. And she went to the place. No, she didn't. She didn't, didn't with her resume and said, "I have an interview with so." I didn't think she actually ended up doing Jen, that. Remember, she was. We went there. No, she. And she we were definitely. At a town center, and I remember we were waiting outside. We were. We didn't go inside. We were waiting outside the Baskin Robbins, and then we told her <gasps> we were outside the Baskin Robbins before she went in. I remember. I didn't think it went that far. Oh my god, that's so bad. But like. Yeah. Yeah, because we were young, mean kids. We were young yeah. kids. Yeah. This I, is gonna make people think of us so differently. We weren't but we weren't like bullies. Let's say that. Like like let's clear the air. Maybe she may have thought we were bullies to her. But like again, we're still friends, so it's fine. Um but we just had a really like We were only menacing actual friends. <laughs> we just had like a menacing sense of humor that like, you know it'd be funny if we like totally messed this thing up. Like which is so bad. I I recognize that. It's so bad. But anyways, I don't know why I'm laughing because like, like the things that oh. we thought of were kind of crazy. Anyways. Okay. Let's go to the next question. Oh, wait, hold on. I want to see because you, you gave me, you gave a yes. modern day example. Um, my favorite memory now, definitely when I came to visit you in LA, when we went to San Francisco, that was so much fun. I will say in San Francisco, so Joss doesn't drink ever, but then Joss got like drunk in San Francisco with me like one night and started dancing on the street. And I was just like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. (laughs) Cause like we were like walking from a bar to our hotel and she was just dancing in the street, just like so drunk. And I was just kind of like, you know what? I like this version. I know this isn't her every day and that's totally fine, but that was very fun for me. So thanks for that. Oh man. I'm so sorry that you had to experience that. I have a video Um, of it. I got drunk off of like one white Russian. You did. You did. Yeah, it was like one drink and it was pretty But like who gets drunk off a white Russian? Anyway. You do. Okay. Okay. Next next question. question. How have you managed to stay close? How have you managed to stay close friends despite living in different countries? I would say, I mean, lately everyone has been like relying on Zoom and stuff like that. So I think it's been like easier this last year to maintain friendships when you don't live near each other. Um, But... I mean, I'll say you and I, Jen, Jen and I have been friends since we were like 10 years old, like maybe younger. Um, it's just one of where we have one of those friendships that we don't we didn't talk every single day growing up, like after high school. But we we just know each other so well and we've been friends forever. And I don't even think it's one of those friendships that we just stay friends because we've known each other for so long. I think if we met today, I think we genuinely still become friends, which isn't the case for a lot of childhood friends. But yeah, I think it's a mutual understanding that time can pass and it's okay if we don't talk for a few months. Um, And I think that that's always been okay with us. We've never like been upset because the other hasn't checked in on the other in like X amount of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think also like there's there's people you meet at different points in your life that will kind of determine how long that kind of friendship 
lasts. I think when you meet when you're younger, you're right. Like, you know me so well. You watched me grow up. You watched me go through so much as, as a kid and as a teenager and everything. And so I think at my core, you know exactly who I am and probably like the same amount of knowledge about myself than that I have. As you were just talking now, I realized that there are very few people I can count on one hand the amount of people that know me the way that Jen does. Um, because, you know, like you were saying, you meet other, you meet people at certain points in your life, but nobody else besides like my cousins or like my family know me from being a child to who I am now. So I think that's also really special. It is really special. Yeah. And I think we're just, we're very lucky to have had that kind of friendship. So yay us. <laughs> Next question. Who are your heroes? Okay. Whoever wrote this is a, this is a loaded question because y'all, some secrets might come out, at least on my end, for who my hero is. But I will say, um, Ooh, here we go. My, I mean, I don't, oh, okay. My heroes, I think, let's say, let's, I don't know. Let's name, I don't, name three. Name three. I, do you want to name three? Heroes? Three heroes? Oh, man. I mean, I know you'll be here for like seven years if we start this, but like, uh, let's say like around th five, maybe. Five heroes? That's too much. I can't even think of one. I mean, I can think of you one, can't... and that's the only one oh. that matters. Oh, I see. Okay, I'll go first. I'll go first. I mean, I like, I like being asked. I feel like it'd be cool to ask yourself this question like every year because it's totally going to change. My heroes that I know will always stay are both my parents. My mom, my dad, and my sister. Those are all three heroes right there. In terms of like more like famous, like celebrity type of heroes, um, I particularly love Glennon Doyle. I think she has a fantastic message. She's a big hero um, for me. Shonda Rhimes, fantastic hero. I love her so much. And yeah, I think those would probably be like the the top five on my on my list. But like you know, I could list many family members that I think that I consider heroes, and I could probably list many people that I know have like really impacted me. And like I'd probably list like probably all of my friends too. But let's say top five would be those ones. Okay, so when I I don't use the term hero lightly. So when I think of hero, I think of someone that has like changed my life that I in some way or another aspire to be or, you know, and yes, I will say my parents, um, I don't necessarily want to be like them, but I, they, I admire the life that they've built for me, especially being divorced, like I mentioned earlier, and how they were able to maintain a very healthy relationship that really, really shaped my childhood and could have gone a different way had they done it otherwise. And then I have one um celebrity hero that will be unnamed because it's just it's just a pandora's box if i open it and i don't want to like get into it. i don't want follow-up questions but i will say that this person i have dedicated a chunk of my life to i have met them jen knows this i have this person has shaped me to be the person that I am today. I don't know any singular person who has made such an impact on my life. I know these are very heavy words, but I cannot explain. I was in a very weird time um, when I discovered this person, as in I was a child and adolescent. My parents were kind of going through divorce. My mom was starting to date someone new. There was a little friction there. And I felt very alone. I didn't have siblings. And I looked to this person and they have 
they came to me at the right moment. I I just cannot stress how much this person has changed my life and how much I love them. I do have tattoos dedicated to them, but yeah, Jen knows and I'll just like leave it at that. But that person is my hero and those who are close to me do know who that person is, but yeah, maybe shout out to that person. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe can we say the reason why you can't say the name of this person is because they're like linked to someone else and it would be an inappropriate thing to say. Yes. So, okay. So correct. When I say that this person has changed my life, this is when I was a child. Obviously this person has a very sentimental attachment to me, but like I, I don't actively like obsess over them the same way I did as a kid. Now being in the entertainment industry, working where I work, I have crossed paths with, you know, there are, there are six degrees of separation for me to this person, which I am so grateful for. It's just not professional or like in the right, it's not the right time and place to like talk about it. But yeah, I I do love this person and they have made a big impact on my youth. (laughs) Okay. That was so vague, but I, but I, but I like it. I like it. How would we describe the other? Okay. This is so hard. Oh my God. Okay. Get ready for it. I also, I'm going to make this up on the spot because I didn't know this question prior to, otherwise I would have written out like a whole script. How would I describe Joss? <laughs> um, I'm going to tr- try and use as many words as I can to describe you, but there's going to be so many. Joss is just an absolute, like there's no one that I know that is anywhere close to the level that she's on in so many ways. And in the best way, by the way, she is like, she's so talented at what she does she is so she has like like so many fantastic ideas so driven like so beautiful has so many like fantastic things going for her in the best way but she earned them she worked so hard for them she is hilarious she's so much fun to be around been an absolute constant in my life for however many years so I think Joss is just a fantastic person. I know everyone that comes on the podcast says amazing things about you and they are completely right. But like, it's, it's completely, completely true is that you are such a special human and there is absolutely no one in the world that is like you. And I think that's the most fantastic thing. So that, those are my words. Oh my God. <laughs> um, okay, guys, I'm like actually tearing up. That was, thank you so much. Um, Oh my God, guys, I'm actually tearing up. I wasn't expecting that. Um, You put this question in. It's such a mean question Um, to ask. Okay. How would you describe each other? Like, it's like so nice, but Um, it's also just like, we know that there's emotions. So how would I describe Jen? I actually knew this question was on here, but I didn't think about my answer because I was like, oh God, this is, how can I describe her? Um, I will say that Jennifer Nugent is one of, she came, she is... Out of all the people I know, such a good friend. And I think that says a lot about her, her heart, um, the type of person that she is. Ever since I have known her, she has been so selfless, so non-judgmental, so supportive. And she is probably one of the most confident people that I know. I know that in previous episodes, Jen, you've talked about, or she's talked about, um, you know, being self-conscious when like she was younger because like, 
you know, she was like developing earlier than like we were, or, you know, you were saying like you're not a size zero and those things, you know, we didn't talk about when we were younger. Um, we're talking about it now because I think that it's important to have these conversations, but at the time we never talked about it. And the fact that that never came up and never seemed like a problem, um, was something that was so, admirable to me because, you know, like as teenagers, it's really, really hard, you know, it's a hard time to grow up and not look a certain way. And I, that's something that I've always admired about Jen, but also she is so hardworking. I can't express the fact that she has carried this podcast on top of her full-time job and on top of freelancing. And I know that she hangs out with friends and makes time for friends, you know, helps friends if they're moving or if they have like X, Y, Z happening. Like she is that person that will always be there. And she is so driven. And I honestly, I trust Jen. I don't trust a lot of people with my life, but I truly trust Jen with my life. And I am so, so, so happy to be doing this with her. And now I'm crying because I'm just unstable clearly, but I could go on and on if I had more time to think about this, but like, just like quick answer. That's how I feel about Jen. That's how I describe her. I say it again. I don't love this question because I'm just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't take you. We're the same. We're the same way. We both don't take compliments very well. So I'm like, mm-hmm, thank you. That's great. Can we move on? Um, because no, thank you. Let's just that. let's leave it at that and then move on to the next question. Because it's making us both really uncomfortable. Okay. Yes. If you had the chance to relive one moment, what would it be? I know what yours is. Um, I think what mine would be what, one moment. I don't know if I have one moment because like there's a lot of moments that I would love to to you know relive. Um I actually, I don't even know if I have an answer to this question because I, I think that I would, I can't pick one. I have too many. I have, I I have like 30 or I have like, I can't pick. Um, I would say, Jen, I know what moment you're thinking of and you're not wrong, but I will say, so that was really cryptic. I'm Jen, are you thinking about the time I met my celebrity hero? Because that's what I was thinking of. Yes, but that's not it, actually. That was an incredible moment in my life. But I will say if I had to go back and relive anything, it would be spending time with my grandparents um, and just the moments where, so I was very, very close to my grandparents. They were my second parents and my most of my childhood, I spent more time with them than I did my actual parents, actually. Um, And just being able to be at their house, like after school, hang out, have dinner, like I would love to relive that again. They both have passed away. So I would say that. Okay. Next question. What's something about you people wouldn't expect? I don't Um, know if, I don't know if this is something people wouldn't expect about (laughs) me, but like, I mean, I've had multiple bear encounters like real life oh. bear encounters what? that were yeah <laughs> like multiple times have i come I was face not to face that. with bears and i've had to like live through it um yeah okay i mean were you like in danger or was it like oh there's a bear over there or no like, like there was one expand. 
there was one where like there was a bear that was like maybe 10 feet in front of me that like I was walking on a path and it was like crossing the path and I was walking and it was right in front of me and it was a mom and two cubs, black bears. And I will say this, if my friend Alyssa had not been there, I would probably be dead because my instinct was to just run, um, which you're not supposed to do. Um, and she basically was like, Jen, don't run. And she like basically started mm-hmm. like, just grab me. And I just stood there with her and we, we just basically kind of like walked backwards down the path instead of walking towards them. The bears did start walking towards us a little bit and we just kind of kept backing away slowly and eventually they continued on to their way and didn't come close to us. But like, like within, yeah, let's say 10 feet in, in front of me. Wow. Um, that's so scary. I'm so happy you were able to live to tell the tale. Thank you. Because- Thank you. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. That was scary. Um, something, <laughs> something that people wouldn't expect about me is that I like to watch wisdom teeth removals when I fall asleep. What the fuck? What? <laughs> what? I. What the fuck? Did you, is- not, did you not know this? Ew, just what? Like a video, like a YouTube video of people getting their wisdom teeth removed. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of videos of wisdom teeth removals, like some professional, some like I think someone like a friend is in the room and they're just like filming it on their phone. I like the I like the more professional ones with like a steady like shot that's like HD so you can see everything. I'm not a big fan of like a phone perspective, but yes, it is very, very soothing for me to watch wisdom teeth removals that and manscaping videos more so wisdom teeth removals but yeah to put you to sleep question just just quick follow-up have you ever got your wisdom teeth removed okay i have okay i don't get this but okay sure (laughs) you know well to each his own you know to each own i'm gonna ask you more questions about this after Um, because i think this is interesting but okay okay Cool, cool. Do you want to ask the next question? Yeah. So this question is, Jen, we know about Joss's passion, which is Margot. What's yours? Um, so I, this is, this is hard because I, I have a lot of passions. Um, there's a lot of things that I, that I do. And like, it's, it's really kind of come to me recently that I do a lot of things. And that's something that I think is, first of all, great. Um, I'm proud of myself for that, especially because a lot of those things I've kind of developed during the pandemic. But I, I like I, my full time job and my freelance work all focus around creative services. And so that's video, editorial, social media, running ads, podcasts, kind of everything. So I have a lot of like media things that I do a lot. I also love doing design. But one additional thing that I do that like, because I have all these things on the go all all the time, I found myself a while back just like feeling like I was like running on empty for a very long time and not feeling like I had any time for myself. So another thing that I love to do is actually yoga. On top of the passions I have for all the media stuff that I do, which is a lot, but I love yoga. Um, Not everyone knows that I do yoga every single day. Um, it's like one of the first things I do when I wake up in the morning, I do it for like half an hour. I'm not, if I, if for, if for some reason I don't have time to do yoga, I will do a meditation at some point in the day to like, give me that, like, you know, 20 minutes of like just peace and quiet. But like, 
I feel like my brain goes like a million miles a minute all the time. And so having this time to like chill out and just breathe is super important to me. I would say that's like another passion that people don't really know as well is just that like I love that like just chill atmosphere. I literally put on a meditation while I napped the other day and it like was really, really great. I'm actually on day 204. Five of 365 days of yoga, which is something I'm very proud about. And uh, I, uh, yeah, it's something I love. That's awesome. I had no idea that you did yoga every day. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's, it's great. It keeps me flexible for whatever need, need I have for that. And I just like doing it. Okay. Joss, this question's for you. Joss, um, what was it about LA that made you want to move? I would say the weather Um, I think I've, oh, I've also just like always romanticized LA. I really liked the idea of like being in Hollywood, working entertainment. Obviously that's where my career is, but like ultimately I, I, it was either New York or LA. That was my dream. And when I was younger, it was New York. And as I got older, I realized how much I hated the winter. So I will say it's the weather. I can confirm that Joss Um, hates the winter very, very much. Okay, next question. What is your favorite movie and or TV show? Jen, you want to go first? Okay. Um, I will give you my top three movies probably, and then I'll give you my top favorite TV show. Top three movies um, right now or most of the time are Jurassic Park, The Prestige, which is a fantastic movie, and The Lion King. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. I would say an honorable mention to add to that, though, is very recently I watched Inside Out, and I love that movie. It's, like, such a good movie. And then my top TV show, so, I mean, I have a lot of sitcoms. I have a lot of whatever, but, like, a show that I watched or and I have watched for such a long time, and I'm still not tired of it, um, unfortunately, is Grey's Anatomy. I will say just a small tidbit that, like, when I was in grade nine – when I started watching Grey's Anatomy and started loving Grey's Anatomy, my three best friends, Joss included, got me bootleg copies of the first two seasons for Christmas. And it was like the greatest gift. I still I still have them, by the way. It would, be, it would be Grey's Anatomy and then all the movies I mentioned. Okay, you go. So for my – I'll do the same. Top three favorite movies I'd say are Sound of Music, Back to the Future, and Jurassic Park. I will oh, – I do want to add like the parent trap and also how to lose a guy in 10 (gasps) days in there, because those are like the five movies that just bring me so much happiness and I can watch over and over and over again, you know? Oh, and Grease. Oh, okay. Sorry. Those are my top six. Um, Okay. And then for favorite TV show, I'm like Jen. I have so many, so many favorite shows and all of that. Um, I will say like, if I had to choose one, This is something I don't even know if a lot of people would know what it is, but I'm a very big, like, I grew up watching, like, 70s, 80s sitcoms. There's one called Three's Company that is, like, my ultimate favorite. I could just, like, watch it over and over again. It it doesn't, like, hold up to this day. Like, it's very dated, obviously. It's from the 70s, and not a lot of people know about it, but I would say that is my favorite TV show. That's a good one. That's a good one. This final question... I think Joss has been waiting for this question for probably her whole life. We have said since we started the pod, since we've, since our first episode, we were going to go into this and that we were going to give Joss a minute to 
to talk about her favorite ships. We've talked about shipping a couple of times, probably on the podcast, but what she means by ships is couples that she is just completely amused and in love with. I'll go first, actually, because Joss is probably going to take 10 minutes. So I think mine are Meredith and Derek from Grey's Anatomy, for sure. I'm going to take one of Joss's. I know she's going to say it, but I'm going to take it anyways because I have the same one. It's definitely, I mean, (laughs) can we talk about every relationship in New Girl? Nick and Jess, for sure, for sure. Although, like, I, I, there's, a, there's a good one for Cece and Schmidt too. I will say that. Um, anything else? Yeah, that's it. Oh, actually, no. Phoebe and Mike from Friends. Wow, underrated, underrated ship. Mm-hmm. You know, the Phoebe and Mike one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so guys, this is this is like an intense question, and this is not meant for like a minute. This is meant for a whole episode, but I will say, I'll give you my top five favorite chips. Um, so my first is, okay. So they're not Canon and Canon means that they're not like, they don't actually end up together on the show, but I like ship them. So it's Jack and Janet from three's company, Nick and Jess from new girl. I think Ness that's their ship name is like the perfect ship anyway. Okay. And then I will also say, um, Rachel and Ross, because obviously, and especially with the Jed and David information that just came out after the reunion anyway. Okay. And then I also save like the last two for like ships that are like, they just like have a rotating spot. So like a few like honorable mentions. I always love Jackie and Kelso from that 70s show. Love how Mila and Ashton are together in real life. Currently it's Benefer and we can talk about Benefer in another episode, I'm sure, because Jen also loves Benefer. Um, but those are like, I say like right now, oh, I also really love Tom and Tom Holland and Zendaya, who are like currently dating. Their their ship name is Tom Dea. Um, so I'll say that. Oh, and then there's also Corey and Topanga. And then there's Clark and Lana from Smallville, which like has a very special place in my heart. Oh, and then also Captain Swan from Once Upon a Time. Oh, if anyone knows, like Captain Swan is such a good fucking ship. I can go on about them. Okay. I think that's it. I wanted to make this quick. I'm not going to go too crazy about it. If y'all want to talk about ships afterwards, message me. We can talk. We can book a Zoom and we can talk about these ships. Anyway, I'm done. I think we're going to have to turn the shipping thing into like, yeah, into like a group conversation where we have a whole Zoom and we just take the audio from the Zoom and that becomes our episode because like there's just so much that can happen. Can I just tell you that I disagree with one of them? And you're going to be surprised about this. But I disagree currently with Ross and Rachel, even though I do love friends. We know this. But only because I was like, I was reading something recently that was like, like, sure, it's romantic. The whole she got off the plane. Love it. Love that. But she left her dream job to stay here. And like, I don't know. I just like don't. I don't think they would have worked out long term. Had they actually, had we seen more of the show? With that said, all of the stuff between Jen and David is great. And I kind of love that. So that's my thought on that. Jen, I will strongly disagree. And I'm so sorry, but I think that you're wrong, respectfully. Um, And I don't think she left her dream job. I think she 
pursued her dream life. So, and I think her dream life is to be close with her friends in New York with the person she's in love with and their kid and have like a very happy family. And I think that she got a bomb ass job at Ralph Lauren or at Gucci or whatever the heck is based out of New York. And I think that she will have the opportunity to travel to Paris if she wants to for like Paris Fashion Week. I don't think she threw away her dream job. Also, I know there's so many things about how Ross and Rachel are like a very toxic relationship. Again, we can offline about this. Let's do that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be so aggressive, but no, you left a- me no choice. Thank you for listening to Influence, a Margot Community Podcast. A special shout out to our team behind Influence. So Josh, our host, Yolanda, our assistant producer, Keisha, our designer, and myself, the executive producer. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform.